Dennis, and welcome to another edition of the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I am your host, I'm Doug Ray, and I'd really do appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. JB's here again with me in studio. Hey, man, how's it going on? It's going good, man. Good for you. Good for you. But I tell you what, I'm just about sick of this ring. <laughs> well, we've got a little bit more to go, so but I think we're going to survive. But it is kind of depressing. Yeah, and especially since it's Sherry and I's anniversary and we're going to go away for oh, the full. No. Yeah, so we canceled those plans. Well, congratulations on the anniversary, though. Yeah, 38. So, good for anywho. You. Before we get started, uh, you know, I want to salute the men and women of the armed forces and our first responders, along with their families, for all the sacrifices that they have to make for uh, serving us. Thank you so much, folks. Well, you know, JB, last weekend we celebrated Mother's Day, and I really hope everybody had that special day and spent it with the ones that are most important to you. You know, I lost my mom about 10 years ago, and boy, I really miss her. There's a lot of things that I miss about her, and I confess, <laughs> one of them is I really miss her wonderful cooking. Oh, yeah. She made the best fried chicken and chicken and dumplings. Mm. Oh, it was incredible. Well, seriously, you know, like a lot of folks out there, now that I'm older and I'm a parent myself, I can really appreciate all the ways Mom influenced and nurtured me, and boy, I'm glad that uh, I've had, had her to, to do that all my life. She was a very, very special lady. So, thank you, Mom. Well, for the first-time listeners, I'm Doug Ray, and I'm the founding principal of Ray Financial Group and this Wealth Guardians radio program. We're an independent financial firm acting as fiduciaries and working with pre-retirees and retirees in all areas of retirement and estate planning. The goal of this show has always been to educate and inform our listeners of up-to-date, relevant, important information. And this week, in honor of Mother's Day, we're going to focus on the, on the first part of the show on women and some of the challenges they face in regards to finances. So, JB, let's get started. Well, we will get started, but i got to say, before we do get started, Duck, I love my mom's cooking, too. And I got to tell you about her chocolate dream dessert. Mm. You were talking about your mom's chicken and the chicken and dumplings. My mom made this chocolate dream dessert that was incredible, and she still does. But anyway, we are devoting the show today to women and mothers everywhere, like you said. Even in our modern culture, you know, women face a lot of challenges when it comes to investing and retirement planning. So financial literacy and advanced planning becomes especially important. So today... We want to provide some thoughts and ideas that might improve those challenges or at least get you thinking about them. JB, my uh, my wife is a chocoholic, so I'm sure she'd appreciate your mom's recipe. After the, <laughs> after the show, we'll talk, okay? All I'll get right. that to you. All right. So, yeah, it honors Mother's Day. I, I wanted to do this show to not only honor women and mothers everywhere, but also to provide some some helpful information for them uh, and to secure their financial and retirement future. You know, in the past, I think it's safe to agree that men dominated financial affairs and the business world just in general. But today, things are much different because of the growing presence of women in the workplace and heads of households. Women are taking an increased responsibility for their long-term goals and their financial health. But they still face challenges when building wealth and securing the financial future. Consider this. Women control $18 trillion in consumer spending, hold approximately 30% of global wealth, and are the sole head of 32% of U.S. households. 
plus more women are inheriting wealth because of longevity and demographic patterns. In addition, many women outlive their husbands, and so at some point in their lives, they're having to have the sole responsibility for their finances. And based on these factors, women have substantial financial planning, investment, retirement, and wealth management needs. Because of these trends, it's just logical to view financial literacy as a life skill that everyone needs to have, whether they're a male or they're a female. You know, and just like cooking and laundry, they're life skills too. Mm -hmm. They're important for men as well as women, right? Right. It's really about taking care of yourself and planning for your needs. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be discussing that. JB, you've got some more statistics. I sure do, Doug. Listen to this. Globally, over 1 billion, that's with a B, 1 billion women participate in the workforce. Now, here in the United States, approximately 33% of working married women earn more than their husbands. That's the case in my situation. And I'm proud of that. Now, as you mentioned at the open, women control over $18 trillion in consumer spending. They hold approximately 30% of all the global wealth, and 32% are the sole head of U.S. households. And 48% of the millionaires in the United States are women. Now, that being said, research shows that many women are not as involved in their financial planning as they should be. There was a 2011 report released by the HSBC that showed that many women are not prepared for retirement, and only 24% of women in their 50s claim to have a financial plan in place. Now, it has been estimated that 65% of men make all or most of their household financial decisions without input from their wives, and that can be a problem because the life expectancy of American women is, on average, at least five years longer than American men. In other words, many women's lives are affected by financial decisions their husbands made even after they're no longer around. So let that thing uh, sink in there. Well, JB, I'll confess to you, too, when I was in the Navy, even on uh, full flight pay as a uh, senior lieutenant, uh, my wife as a practicing physical therapist was making more money than I made. And I was damn proud of that, too. Oh, yeah. More power to her, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you, you did hit the nail on the head here. The simple fact that many women outlive their husbands and at some point may well have sole responsibility for their uh, finances proves how critical having financial literacy as a life skill is. Mm -hmm. Women have substantial financial planning needs, and many surveys have shown that they're actively looking for answers. Mm -hmm. They need these answers and help because many times they're left with all the financial responsibility when their husband passes. This is often puts a legacy planning issue right square in their lap. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of responsibility, and they haven't been involved in the planning. Many women have to play catch-up by finding the education and the right professional financial help. So today, we want this show to be a resource for women who are seeking guidance on how to take control of their financial and retirement lives. If something we talk about today really resonates with you, take notes, write it down, write any questions you have down, and we'd love to help you become more financially literate and have a conversation with you about any of the concerns you have. So take a look at our website, thewealthguardians.com, or call us at 336-391-3409. All right, Doug, let's talk about some of these challenges in more detail. You know, while every woman and every family is different, research shows that many American women face some of the same challenges. The first one we've already alluded to, women are more likely to outlive their husbands. 
Yeah, obviously, when this happens, they inherit all the financial responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Losing a spouse is heart-wrenching, and in a family where the husband manages the finances, a widow may have a ton of responsibility suddenly added to her to-do list, and she's just not prepared for it. You know, according to a, a woman's guide to financial planning, at some point in their lives, 90% of women will have sole responsibility for their finances. Mm. Without planning and understanding, this transition can add to an already incredibly stressful environment and lead to costly errors that can impact her for the remainder of her life. So, Doug, what could women do to prepare for this responsibility? Well, at the risk of stating the obvious, couples need to prepare for this eventuality by ensuring that both spouses are involved in managing family finances. It's important. At least on a basic level, both partners should participate in the decision-making of their finances and also their estate plan. And just like you seek advice on legal matters and accounting issues, find and establish a relationship with a trusted advisor to help you when the time comes. Now, I've been in this business a long time, and I have clients with all different levels of participation in their finances. In some cases... One spouse handles most all of the decision-making when it comes to the financial and retirement affairs. You know, a lot of times because one just isn't very interested in the inner workings of the financial issues, and when it's the case, I have to say it, usually the wife that isn't interested. But I always encourage both spouses to participate in our meetings together and make decisions together. This helps tremendously if and when the time comes when one or the other has to start handling things on their own. So suggestion number one is find an advisor and start attending the meetings. Okay, Doug, the next common challenge that many women face is that they earn and save less than men. Yeah, over a lifetime, that's often true. 2010 census data shows that despite the important strides women have made in the workplace, women's median annual income was still only 77% of men's. There's many factors to this, but smaller paychecks and time out of the workforce are two major causes of this disparity. Research has shown that women are more likely than men to be the caregivers to the elderly parent, to the children, and even other relatives, and that reduces their time in the workforce and the time they're able to spend earning a living. Obviously, more time out for the workforce results in lower lifetime earnings, less lifetime savings, less pension savings, and less Social Security income compared with the male counterpart. All of these contribute to the earnings and the savings gap between men and women. It's not necessarily a function of skill that results in less income and savings as much as it is a societal and a cultural expectation when it comes to caregiving. Another common challenge that women face is that women may be more conservative investors. What are your thoughts on that, Doug? Well, I can vouch for that because of the thousands of couples I've worked with. You know, I do a risk assessment uh, with everybody, and and, uh, almost 90% of the cases, the the ladies are definitely more conservative than, than the men are. And that can be a harmful effect in the long run if they invest so conservatively that they're not accounting for inflation and take advantage of of some growth opportunities. So, yeah, our ladies are definitely more conservative than we are. I want to remind you, you are listening to Doug Ray and the Wealth Guardians radio show, heard right here on 94.5 WPTI, the Triad's news talk and sports station. 
And remember Doug's number. You can reach him at 336-391-3409 or at thewealthguardians.com. Now, we're going into a break. When we come back, we're going to share how both men and women can accumulate more money and secure their financial future by avoiding five specific investment pitfalls. Stay with us here on the Wealth Guardian Show. We'll be right back. And if all my dreams come true, I'll be spending time with you. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. We started the show honoring women and the mothers in the spirit of last weekend's Mother's Day by sharing a few thoughts on investment, wealth management, and legacy planning to secure a better financial future. We also highlighted some stats and challenges that many women face when it comes to investing and managing their financial affairs. And during the second half of the show, in the spirit of equal opportunity, we're going to review five investment pitfalls that both men and women would benefit from avoiding. So, Doug, the first investment pitfall on the list is failing to plan for longer life expectancy. Absolutely. As we mentioned earlier, women generally do live longer than men. But whether you're a male or a female, everyone needs to consider the use of investment strategies that balance a sustainable withdrawal rate with the right measure of risk and take inflation into consideration. We are living longer than generations of the past, so balancing these factors is critical to help make sure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. There's ways to establish a lifetime income stream that you cannot outlive, and They're very valuable for those who don't like the idea of taking market risk or having to rely on market returns in order for their money to last throughout their lifetime. You can put some money in a position that will provide a lifetime payout that's very similar to a pension income. We've helped hundreds of clients create what is essentially a personal pension, and it really gives them some peace of mind. They don't have to worry about outliving this money. And if you'd like to talk to me about creating your own personal pension, Call our office at 336-391-3409. Well, of course, everyone would value lifetime income, right? Well, the next investment pitfall is failing to plan for health care expenses. A lot of people overlook this one. In today's world, it's critical to include health care planning in your long-term financial planning. Health care, health insurance, long-term care, Medicare supplements – can all be very expensive and will certainly continue increasing uh, in the future. These major medical expenses can easily wipe out retirement savings if not planned for properly. However, with assistance of an experienced financial advisor, you can make plans to help ensure that your medical needs are taken care of without adversely impacting your retirement lifestyle or becoming a financial burden on your family. You just have to find out the proper solution for your specific situation. But again, this has to be factored in because medical expenses, in all probability, will continue to get more expensive. Mm -hmm. What do we have next, JB? Well, the next investment pitfall is making emotional investment decisions and not having the proper risk management systems in place. Yeah, emotional decisions uh, in regards to finances tend to occur during market swings. And many investors lost a lot of money in the 2008 crash and 2009. And they compounded it uh, because they cashed out at the bottom. Then, fearing the markets themselves were collapsing, they didn't get back in in time. So they compounded their losses. So, you know, some folks still have money sitting on the sidelines 
and they're not benefiting from these markets today. A 2011 study by a benefits company named Aon Hewitt showed that baby boomers are especially at risk of making emotional investment decisions. The problem is these are investors who have the most to lose by making emotion-based investment decisions because they're near the end of their income earning years and they don't have time to make up losses. One of the major benefits of working with our firm is that we take the emotion out of these decisions by developing a written retirement plan that factors in changes and risk ahead of time. Volatility in these markets, folks, it's here to stay. And if you don't have the proper risk management system and tools in place, then that volatility compounded with emotion based on decisions can wreak havoc on your retirement nest egg. An analogy that most people can relate to is that financial markets are very similar to the weather in the sense that they change, and it's important to plan and adjust based on the facts of what's happening versus simply your emotions. For example, you know, when the weather gets extremely cold or stormy, you choose the proper attire, take an umbrella, that kind of thing. Likewise, when markets get risky, volatile, you adjust your investment approach based on the facts of what's happening. If not, well, you could see the value of your retirement assets fall, just like happened to you in 2008. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, when volatility spiked back in seven, did you change your investment allocations to go safe? Many did not, and that's why their portfolio experienced large losses. They simply continued to stay invested in the same way until they lost a lot. Then they made an emotional decision to get out, which then caused them to miss the rebound. If you would have had the proper information and strategies in place, you could have changed your allocation and investment holdings in early 2008 to things that have done well during the market drop, then reallocated back to more equity-type positions in 09 and 10 when volatility went way back down and risk was low again. By doing that, you would have avoided the big hit and been able to spend the last six or seven years growing your money instead of just trying to get back to even. Bottom line is, you don't have to worry about what the markets are doing if you have the proper strategies in place based on facts, not emotions, that will make adjustments to protect your growth and your nest eggs in any market environment, bull market or bear market. And that's a good way to look at it, Doug. So the next investment pitfall I want to talk about on the list is not considering or seeking professional advice. Well, I'm sure some are going to consider this one self-serving on my part, but I've seen plenty of mistakes from folks that try to do this on their own. You know, to be beneficial, obviously the advice has to be from an advisor who has experience in training and makes recommendations appropriate to your specific circumstances. Most financial advisors do function as professionals, but it never hurts to check their credentials and their references. Find a specialist who deals with people in your age bracket and position in life. There is a big difference, and I can't emphasize this enough, there is a big difference in advisors that specialize in wealth accumulation and those of us that specialize in the wealth distribution phase of life. The considerations and the strategies are significantly different. My practice for the last 20 years specializes in retirement income planning. 
In fact, J.B., I was one of the first advisors in North Carolina to earn the Retirement Income Certified Professional designation. In fact, I think it was number 50 in the nation that did that. So I spend a significant amount of my time each year continuing my education so that I can offer the best guidance and planning to all of my clients. Now, there's a lot of folks feel they can do it themselves, but consider this. In a study conducted at Yale and Princeton, psychologists gave undergraduate students questionnaires asking how they compare with their classmates in a variety of skills and tasks. For example, there was one question that said, are you more skillful athlete than your average classmate? The overwhelming majority of students responded that they are above average athletes or drivers or dancers or students and so on and so on. But obviously not everyone can be above average but their self-perception led them to believe it was so. The same issue of overconfidence exists among investors and retirees. It's easy to grow your money in a bull market when most everything's going up, but it's very difficult to do this in a bear market. And the consequences of a significant loss at this stage of life can be very altering. In your pre-retirement and your retirement years, It's more about just having an investment plan or investment person helping you. You need a specialist who can help you with the preservation and asset protection along with tax reduction, income planning, and also wealth transfer and legacy planning. The proper help and advice can make a huge difference in your retirement lifestyle for both your spouse and you. Well, you've worked all your life for this, so is it really worth the risk of losing it when you can least afford to do that? Well, I would say no to that. Well, the last pitfall we've got on the list today, Doug, is ignoring your legacy. Yeah, I I think most of us would agree that the one reward for hard work, effective wealth management, and prosperity is the joy of providing for loved ones and the causes close to your heart. You know, in our business, we found that as couples move into retirement, they begin to think more practically about the the legacy that they leave behind. Women are increasingly responsible for the final disposition of family assets, so it's important to discuss and advance your family's estate planning goals and understand how to implement them. You know, some people want to spend all the money in their lifetime and not leave a dime to anyone. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I have some clients who want their last check to bounce. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess they earned it so they can do with it whatever they want, right? Yeah. In my my experience, the majority of people have a desire to pass something on to their heirs or their charities if they can. And, And even if the goal is not to pass on a bunch of money, most people don't want to pass on a burden of unexpected expenses, taxes, fees to their loved ones. The goals can be accomplished with proper legacy planning. Well, you know, we're, we're about out of time today, and we firmly believe that uh, planning ahead is the most important thing you can do to help secure your financial future, whether man or woman. And lack of involvement leaves women potentially exposed to financial hardship later in life. If there is one thing we hope you take with you today, it's that we want you to be in taking control of your financial future. You can start by having a conversation with your husband or family. Start educating yourself about wealth management, financial planning, and investing. 
Do you know what questions to ask to assure your financial decision are based on facts and logic, not emotion and opinions? Please don't sit on the fence because the market has been doing well. Contact us for a no-obligation review, a second opinion, if you will. Let us help you determine if you're making sound financial decisions based on fact and logic, not myths and misconceptions. Identify money that could be falling through the cracks and help assure your financial decisions are right for you. So give us a call, 336-391-3409. And then also ask about our upcoming educational workshop on the tax reform bill of 2018 and how that's going to affect you. Folks, I'm telling you, there is some golden gems in this tax bill you can take advantage of in the coming years. So please try to attend our workshop. I'll have more information coming out in the very near future of when and where and how to register. So again, thank you very much and uh, give us a call at 336-391-3409 and we'll see you here next week. Mm-hmm.